0: Do this. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one radio network.com. tis a beautiful morning here in the Hill Country. It's Farmers Market Day, one of my favorite days on Wednesday. And uh, how are you doing? Hope you're hope you're well. We're gonna take our chances and go out on the left coast in just a moment and visit Adam Bergstrom. They're a little wonky out there. They're a little wokey. But Adam has survived the wokeness and the heat wave. And he's on (laughs) the first Monday and the third Wednesday. We call it Adam 2.0. Not very original, but he's so fun to talk to that we do it twice a month because we like to. And his websites are solartiming.com, and sunsync nutrition. He's an author of the book, the hardcover. Yes, no, maybe chronobotic nutrition. And he has written lots and lots of ebooks, which you'll find on solartiming.com. That I've even figured out with the help of his significant other, vibrant gal, how to put those on my little Apple thing that I. That's not an Apple thing. It's a not an Apple thing. What do they call it? It's a it's a amazon amazon white or something and it's really easy to do once you learn how to do it because your gal is a geek good morning adam berkstrom
1: really good morning patrick solar
0: com. yeah it's great so man i can just get all your little ebooks now and put them up on my thing have you ever read on one of those they're pretty fun they're pretty easy to read on i like them you know
1: definitely various uh like we don't have any smartphones but i've even Mm. read them on smartphones where you can enlarge the print with your fingers like that and do all that magic it's faster i i've i've read thousands of books in my lifetime but it's easier to read that way so yeah i do most of my reading on the internet now and all books that were not available to me you know from where could I get a book normally from 1875 right. or 1912, mm-hmm. you know? I found them in medical libraries, but rare and in between you had to really look. Now, bing, 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 like magic. Yeah,
0: yeah the, 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 the what do they call them, tablets? I don't know what they're called. They're about mm-hmm. this big. They're kind of fun because you just do this and it turns the page and you can make them bigger if you want. And, and then you can bookmark them real easy. You say, oh, I want to go back to that. So it's kind of cool, you know, and more fun for me than reading it on the computer, which, you know, as you know, you get your, makes your head explode after a while you read it on the computer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it because that's pretty much where you read everything huh, on your yeah, computer.
1: Yeah, I'm getting one of those bonobo butts from sitting, you know, that's, <laughs> those, the red butt there is from uh, stress. It's like a corn. Exactly. And I am pretty much got a sore butt every day.
0: <laughs> you should get yourself a pillow or something like that.
1: I do. See? Two of you them. You do have a pillow. <laughs> That's <laughs> making me taller, see?
0: <laughs> so you guys really went through a... Uh, by the way, our phone lines are open. 888-663-6386. Email patrick one Um Sorry, you probably weren't been able to get on the audio stream this morning. As many as you like to do. Because that's why you're probably not listening to me. So I hopefully you figured out how to go to the, to the stream, to the video stream. And listen, uh, the geeks are working on it right now. There was a little problem with the uh, video streaming server last night. And uh, they should have that up very soon. So, But the show will be up uh, on the front page uh, in a few
1: hours afterwards.
0: So you all had your quite a little heat wave. But that's
1: past quite a heat dome you know compared to the rest of the country it was mild yeah. but when you don't have air conditioning it makes it a lot less mild
0: yeah Yeah, I understand yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my
1: so head- we basically just sat around and lay down and hope we would when we woke up that we would be alive
0: <laughs> <laughs> hope we, we didn't melt you know hope we didn't melt
1: we're wusses, you know, like here is Wim Hof running across the desert, running up mountains in the freezing cold, no matter how, Sahara Desert, all that stuff. But uh, And in India, you know, it gets 130 degrees or something close to that, and uh, they think nothing of it. And steel workers used to work, as I understand it, at 140 degrees and really? survive. You either survived or you died. I
0: don't know how you do that. I don't know how you would do that.
1: <laughs> I have trouble at 90
0: our, our sauna gets to about 140 or so, 150. And boy, tell you what, after 25 or 30 minutes, you're ready to get out of there. You are ready to get. How could steel workers do that all day? Wow. Man.
1: Yeah, like a 10 hour day and, wow. and working, moving around, not just sitting. They yeah. have to work really hard. <laughs>
0: do we even have steel mills any longer here, or are they all going to China?
1: Sure. I think they do, but they're probably all done with uh, robots now. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> the I guess. robots can take the heat. I
0: guess, so, I guess so. So that's really where this whole thing is going. I guess is to AI everything, and then have all the people. Um, what are they going to do for a living? What's uh, do they have a plan for that? You know, these uh, mm. um, yeah, these sub uh, these. What, what are we calling them now? We're calling them not elites, but. Um, I put it on Facebook. Um uh, whatever. <laughs> well, I, there's a name for him. I'm going to go on Faceplant because we put a little meme up there. So, uh, what do you what do you think they have plans for the for the peeps if they're not going to have jobs?
1: Well, it's it's uh, it's a great reset, the great reboot. That's what they're doing. You know, California is way ahead. We have 43 percent of the electrical cars in the entire nation, and now. They're going to have AI, automatic intelligence, or come and X-ray your home with 3D X-rays and determine if you're. Uh, carbon neutral or whatever their word is and if not you will be forced, first they will uh, offer incentives but then you'll be forced to put this stuff on top of your house to make it up to date so that they can get their zero carbon neutral whatever by 2030.
0: It's really something Adam Bergstrom, really how woke these people are, just amazing.
1: Greedy, greedy. In greedy fact, walk. PG&E and SC, see, they have solar power in these big places out in the desert. And they want to pipe it to us. Uh-huh. So they don't like people having solar on top of their house because they could get off the grid. Yeah. And so what they do now is they're going to tax the sun. First, they lured everybody to put stuff on the tops of their roof mm-hmm. and said, you can sell it back. Well, now they're saying sorry about that. We can't afford to pay you for selling it back, and besides, we're going to tax you three hundred to six hundred dollars, depending on how much solar power you use. (laughs) What about your wells? We're going to meter your wells, and we're going to charge you on your own well if you go past a certain limit. Yeah,
0: there's places. And now
1: they're canceling everybody's insurance too. (laughs) Oh, good.
0: That's just crazy i don't know how this state is going to survive i i don't know i think it was oregon or washington i don't know if you guys did it out there in california but they're literally taxing people that were collecting rainwater too they thought they think they own the rain too
1: right they do <laughs> yeah it's owned by the uh, just like the sun the rain whatever it's whatever it owned is. by the state now it yeah, used to be owned by you if you had your property right. you know before airplanes you owned all the way as far as up goes.
0: That's right. But yeah.
1: now, you only own this far so that uh, planes and whatever drones. can...
0: They can do their drone thing.
1: Drones, yeah, drones particularly.
0: Oh, <laughs> obsoletes is the word. That's pretty nice, isn't yeah. it? I like that. Instead of calling them elites, we calling them obsoletes. I like it. Somebody, <laughs> right. somebody put that on faceplant. I like that. So I'm going to use that, obsoletes. It's got a, got a <laughs> nice ring to it. But I couldn't remember it, obsoletes. <laughs> well, they are obsolete, I guess, until we delete them. I don't know how this is going to work. You, know. <laughs> you have any theories on that?
1: Well, they have to be deleted because uh, the whole medical police state has to come down. Yeah. Because I think I've explained before that if you get cancer, you get chemo, whether you're in Siberia, whether you're in South America, whether you're in Africa or, or uh, Idaho, mashed potatoes, Idaho. Any place you are, you're going to get chemo. Yeah. They have certain standard medical treatments now, and you're forced to do it. And of course, we have uh, new booster shots for uh, uh, every kind of uh, Omicron or whatever it is now. Omicron subvariants. Oh, good. They have a, a a bi some kind of a biphasic vaccine now that handles the all the subvariants. And this is, go, you know, they'll never run out of subvariants, just like they'll never run out of zeros for money, right?
0: Right, right, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a why,
1: perfect scam.
0: That's why, Adam, I'm so intent on trying to get the word out, in my opinion, that this uh, virus doesn't exist, because until we get to that point, they're just not going to stop. And, but the, the, the chances of the mainstream media, which these obsoletes own, ever going there, is slim to none because they would bring the whole thing down, right? It would, you're talking $3 trillion based on bacteria and viruses and vaccines. They're never going to let them do it. So I don't know. I don't know how, how this ends.
1: Unless- the only way we'll be free is to take a wrecking ball to every hospital and every doctor's office in the nation and start from scratch. Start it's over. too late now to do anything. Yeah. If you take it piecemeal, it's like I'm going to work within the system. We heard that when I was a hippie. Go into the system. And what happens, the system crunches you all up. We actually need a revolution. That's yeah. the only way. And a wrecking ball. All these hospitals now, it gets ridiculous. See, you, on the last interview with Dr. Massey, he told you what was going on. A doctor said, oh, the baby, they don't feel pain. Babies don't feel pain. Yeah. Ray has talked about that same thing. Oh, you mean the circumcision. All those kind they of said, fantasies.
0: Oh, they, they don't feel pain. And did you hear them talk about the story, too, about um, Dr. Christine Northrup, who was an OBGYN gal, really cool, and she was being trained, and she was going to do some uh, uh, anesthetize the episiotomy, you know, because for the baby to come out, and the doctor told her, this was in a class, oh, that's okay, they don't feel pain down there, okay.
1: I def- we definitely heard that. <laughs> like, and we groaned. <laughs> it's like,
0: what? <laughs> they don't feel pain there in the vagina? I don't think that's right. But they, they this is what they were teaching, the OBGYNs. Wow, man.
1: Yeah. Man. Well, you know, even the doctors now who run journals are saying that 50% of all tests are fake. Look at yellow fat disease. <laughs> they They tell you omega-3 oil is good for you. And, of course, it's a total racket. Now, taking omega-3 oil will kill you slowly unless you get multiple sclerosis or one of those diseases. But the point is, they're telling you something good that's a waste. And that's their thing. They want to not only sell the pig, they want to sell their oink as well. (laughs) That's their whole thing, sell.
0: Give them their oink. What are some other products where they sell the waste? I used to know a couple of those. Do Do you know any offhand where they're selling the waste?
1: Um, What is it? Most of the supplements in the health food store are waste products. Oh, good. (laughs) Or food additives, very cheap food additives. So you can take a Ruth Winter's Guide, if that still exists, and she has the food additives in which are more toxic than others. Mm -hmm. She's a little conservative on it, but pretty much it's authentic work. Well, every time a new Uh, product comes out that's a miracle cure i went back and see and it's a food additive (laughs) in other words as a food additive you buy it by the 55 gallon drum right really cheap Mm -hmm. but as a health food uh super nutrient you get to pay 40 dollars a bottle or whatever Mm -hmm. and that's commonly i recommend anybody who sees a new thing come out Look the chemical up in some way under food additives or in Europe, you know, the E number and all of that and you will find it.
0: Very important too to know the source or trademark because I don't know if you heard Rafi yesterday, really fascinating fellow from, um, uh, where is he from? Anyway, but, you know, he's in the Shilajit. He's got some, but he's got to find certain villages in certain parts of the world test it, and actually is really good stuff, because he said there's a lot of stuff that's toxic that they don't have to put it on the on the label, you know, it's just whatever, Sheila Jim, you know, it's just 40,000 feet in Russia or whatever, God knows where it came from or what they, you know, or what they um, process it with, petroleum or whatever, he said he buys stuff all over the world and you got to be really careful, really careful where you get it.
1: Well, when 50% of olive oil is fake. Is it that that much? Do you think it really
0: is that much?
1: 50%. Wow. You bet. No. I know, because uh, I've studied the matter, not only on the internet, but I have friends in the industry. Hmm. Of course, we get our oil from a local guy here, and 50% of it is fake. Wow. Uh, Now, some of it is semi-fake. They add things to it. Yeah. uh, And uh, so that you don't get off it. Yeah. many products most of them look at wasabi you know just a food additive most of it's fake
0: oh yeah they make it in a lab don't they I don't think oh yeah
1: yeah. they can make all this stuff in a lab now Mm
0: -hmm. good friend of mine has a a place in Italy she passed but her family's doing it and uh, boy they were really careful about their olive oil and they actually will put the date when the olives were picked and you can get the fresh harvest you know in November Man is that good? So you got to find the, you know a, a jovial foods if you want to try a really good one folks jovialfoods.com beautiful organic uh, olive oil and you it's the real deal. But I agree with you even if it's not on the label where it's um, and even if it is on the label, but <laughs> uh, you know you got to be careful with that, but they'll do like it, it generally if you can find from Italy where it is estate uh, grown and estate packed, that's one of the things they put on the label, so it's grown mm-hmm. and packed right there. But otherwise, as you say, they can go to other parts of the world. Uh, what's that? North Af- Africa. What's that um, country right there? North Africa. Morocco. Uh, right, right across the water from Italy. Um,
1: oh, uh, you know what I'm thinking? Ethiopia. Uh, something <laughs> like that.
0: But they can they can bring in a lot of oil from there, and they mix it with their extra virgin olive oil. If you don't know the company and like you say it could be half god knows what you yeah. know God knows. What. yeah it's
1: really but good. yeah and they do that with all kinds of products that sure. they claim are uh, legitimate you know whether it's sunflower oil or whatever even those oils are fake they put very cheap oils in even in the essential oil business in the uh, all kinds of businesses yeah. and of course I, I had a friend of mine that was in uh one of the major vitamin companies he wouldn't tell me one but i i I know the four companies that it was a possibility and when he started out he said how can i tell if uh, the person's going to be overdosing on these vitamins no problem there's nothing but rice powder in all of them (laughs) there's nothing in them (laughs) that's how the major major companies started and i could name you the three or four possibilities but I know that. Uh, it, when I was in the uh, in, in the vitamin business, uh, I've managed four health food stores and a vitamin uh, supplement department and another one in Hawaii. Hmm. And I've seen so many fakes come down the line that we were notified on it. Many managers of health food stores take those notices and rip them up, like mad cow disease from, uh, from protomorphogens, all of that stuff. All of those warnings, they just rip up. I put them out.
0: Oh, you mean and so? I wouldn't
1: deal with some of the companies. Yeah, so
0: some of the owners actually got word that these things were were fake, and just they didn't they didn't change. And yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, there's so much fake You know, that's why I go to and look at the produce. The produce can be fake, but it's harder to fake an apple or a pear or a plum. It's
0: but even harder. though apples now, they're I don't even I think the fruits pretty weird. Now these days, with the, they've all hybridized them, haven't they? To put extra sugar and make them big, fat, and juicy, and all kinds of stuff.
1: Well, all of our fruit and vegetables have, have been hybridized. They were little bitty things at one time. T- a tomato, look at the tomato. It, it was basically a, a sour berry until it went to Italy, and they kept on genetically altering it, genetically altering it. They claim that G- GMO stuff started in uh, 1990 or 1980 or whatever. That's a bunch of nonsense it has been going on. They've known how to genetically manipulate things With DDT, it was done in 1888 when they first started manipulating soy, and then it was done by radiation. They called it gamma gardens. (laughs) They basically put, like, uh, what is the ruby grapefruit? That's created from radiation. They put a gamma garden, uh, and they put all these fruits in various distances from it, and then out of ten thousand choices, they find the variant they want that the radiation caused. Oh. They did the same thing with DDT and other chemicals. So now they just use more sophisticated methods. And now with CRISPR, now they can make anything, any freaky thing they want. You could most a lot of food, if it's processed, is grown in a lab. A lot of supplements are grown in a the lab. They're all done with fungus.
0: <laughs> what's what's CRISPR? I don't know from CRISPR
1: either yeah, they're, they're uh, uh, they they use fu- genetically altered fungus and genetically altered uh, what do you call it uh, algae to grow all these vitamins and minerals that's why vitamin C back in the day you couldn't make a legitimate vitamin C over 15 milligrams so anything over 15 milligrams is not even vitamin C it's a fake, but it works something like it. It'll cure scurvy, but it won't protect you from nitrates. It won't protect you from oxalates. It won't protect you from the things that vitamin C usually that's, does.
0: That's why you've never been a big fan of taking vitamin C, have you? As long as I've known never. you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, even before uh, Ray Peet's. I I knew something was wrong. Now it was Ray Pete is when I realized that when I did take vitamin C, I kept getting colds. <laughs> at one time at the phone company, I got one every three months. <laughs> took more vitamin C, got more colds. And then I realized after listening to Ray Pete that that the times when I had no vitamin C, I had no colds for years.
0: <laughs> what what was his thing? Uh, what's Ray Pete's thing on vitamin C?
1: His take is that. Uh, Real vitamin C used to be available at fifteen milligrams, but then it almost killed him at one point when he when he believed Linus Pauling and started taking the new type of vitamin C, and the only thing that saved his life when he was in San Francisco and the fluoride attacked him because he uh, he didn't have uh, he was taking vitamin C, the maid threw out his vitamin C and he got well immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, you think all that work with, um, uh, who was the vitamin C guru guy, um, Linus Pauling, fault. do you think that was fake, or?
1: Well, they got prostate cancer. Did he? And the vitamin C contributed to it. Oh, <laughs> really? They're not going to tell you that.
0: No, they left that part out.
1: They did. They did. See, the, the thing is, vitamins are meant to be used on a certain level. Uh, what? They do not cause an acid or alkaline reaction until you overdose. Imagine if you had your car and it has a 15 gallon tank and you put 150 gallons in your uh, car mm-hmm. there will be a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called overspill where does that gasoline go in your car it goes on your property or at the gas station and blows it up but in your body where does it go your body has to regard it as a uh, as a toxin now because it is overflown mm. too much and so it can't be taken lightly now as a medicine occasionally you want to overflow the body to cause a shock reaction most medic- medicines work on shock, including chemo. A car accident can cure cancer. These things, can uh, attack of killer bees can cure cancer. So there is a use for these vitamins as a supplement, not an implement. Hmm. In other words, you use it occasionally. When I was diagnosed as having incurable arthritic gout by hmm. a medical doctor, yes, yes. he said I would be on medicine the rest of my life. Well, I found by taking a calcium supplement, calcium lactate, and apple cider vinegar with lunch and dinner for three days, got rid of it. But did I continue taking the apple cider vinegar? It did its job. It was a medicine. It's not a food. Yeah, it's a medicine. Why would I continue to take apple cider vinegar?
0: I know that's very now, interesting. Olive oil yeah. is a food. It is. I a take food. that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's very interesting you say that because I've known people that really do the apple cider vinegar every day. But if you really. Look, and I've talked to somebody over in Europe, and whether it's kind of a big deal, they don't do it every day. They use it as a medicine. They use it as a medicine, right?
1: Yeah. I'm, so, I'm not against medicine, no, particularly no. if it's valid medicine, like health food medicine. When you go to doctors, their medicines are almost all bogus. <laughs> but there are health food medicines. I'm, I'm for vitamins and minerals if used appropriately. I, have, uh, I don't take activated charcoal, but I have it in my medicine sure, cabinet. Better have if it. I get poisoned, it's a universal antidote. <laughs> I have niacin in case I get a bee sting or a snake bite. I have these things available. I have dolomite. I have them. I just don't take them every day.
0: Now, how is niacin used for a snake bite?
1: Uh, it, you can't out itch ni- niacin, and it gets rid of everything from scabies to snake bite if you get it right away and attack it. Oh, uh, me. You take it with vitamin C. See, there's a place for vitamin C. When you do take that big a dose of niacin, you need vitamin C. Otherwise, you get liver damage from taking those big niacin flushes. So, so, so you I do that, that flushing
0: kind of niacin, and how much would one take? They got bit.
1: Uh, for poison oak, you would t- uh, poison ivy. You'd take a thousand with a backup of seven hundred and fifty milligrams of vitamin C, and I would take vitamin C with that. Then,
0: hmm. but you said for
1: snake bite, uh, it could take as much as three thousand.
0: Hmm. But then, but you said that vitamin C doesn't work anyway. So why would you take it?
1: It works as a medicine. Oh. It just doesn't work as a. It, it it works counterproductively. It gives you a cold. <laughs> hmm. But There's col- no virus involved there, right? No, no. It's a cold.
0: Colds are. Well, you get. Doesn't that mean it's working in atoms, so it's detoxing you, and you, and you get the symptoms of a cold? Is that what you mean?
1: It toxifies you. Or oh,
0: toxifies, so you got to yeah. get rid of it. So then you create yeah, mucus not, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I get it. Yeah. Uh, it's
1: Interesting. Lots of mucus, uh, and then you go into de- defense. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, detoxing, of course. If you study homeopathy, there is no detox in homeopathy. They don't detox at all. You don't kill a tapeworm. You make your body healthy, your terrain, so that so the uh, tapeworm decides, "I'm packing my bags and getting out of I'm here." Getting out of here because n- this place is too clean for me. Yeah. I need junk to eat. Nothing and for me you're to not do here. Yeah. Junk. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing for me to I'm do. I'm gone. Here. I'm in the toilet. <laughs>
0: yeah. That, that's yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. That's the way it works. Is it? We're gonna but, have
1: but I do think that uh, uh, there is a point for detoxing. Oh. There's two types of medicine, a cop to catch a thief and a thief to catch a thief. Homeopathy is when the thief catches the thief. You take more of the poison. Homeopathy is take a poison to counteract a poison, and you have a certain dose. The other one is a medicine is a cop can catch a thief too. Hmm. So we must not just restrict ourselves to homeopathy or heteropathy. Uh, Allopathic medicine, there's nothing wrong with it except medical, uh, our medicine now is not allopathic and it's not homeopathic. It's toxopathic.
0: Toxopathic. And speaking of what you were talking about earlier about vitamins and all this stuff, uh, Sally Kane Norton, who was a past guest, talks about the oxalates. She's really cool. She's got a new book we're going to talk to her I think in a week or so called Superfoods. Not all that super after all? Question mark. So she's going to go through a lot of stuff. That she's doing some research like you've done, and, uh, and so that'll be fun to talk to her. Yeah, I can't believe. I'm sure we've all bought our share of superfoods over the years, right? Beginning in the '70s, and God knows what we were even getting. We didn't even know, did we? We didn't know.
1: You know, uh, I never felt for that because you didn't I blighted. regarded yeah. the simple foods. I. I because I worked in the industry, I saw how they were generating fake information about certain foods. Now, I regard an avocado as a superfood oh, yeah, or a yeah. potato as yeah. a superfood or yeah. even iceberg lettuce as a superfood. Sure. But uh, but the most of the superfoods, what's special about them? They come from a faraway place. They're in faraway Tibet where no one can go unless you're Wim Hof. That's the only way. So there's something you can't get. Well, to me, people say... I'm going to eat my local food, but they don't take local vitamins and minerals? What's going on here? Hmm. Why do they have to go? You remember that one product? It was only available, it was necessary for the human body, but it was only available in Mount Fuji in Japan. That's the only place you could get it. No, I don't know what that was. It was a big scandal about it.
0: Yeah, people like stuff they can't get, right? They love it. If you can't get it, oh, I
1: want so. The further away and more <laughs> mysterious it is. <laughs> here we have a, an expensive hotel, and they have Spanish underbelly of uh, salmon. Uh, They've got what they have. You have to have the underbelly of it. From it has to be from Spain. You, know, oh you can't get local. We have plenty of fish here, but oh no, you got to get from Spain, from Japan. So they have these uh, Japanese chefs at the uh, Rosewood uh, Miramar, and uh, they have to get everything from a foreign place, or it isn't good for the rich people to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and they charge, uh, you know. Three hundred dollars a meal, or whatever—a thousand. At one point, there was a restaurant charging one thousand dollars for a meal here.
0: Hmm. I was thinking about trying some caviar. Is, caviar is pretty good, right? Caviar.
1: I've eaten it. Yeah, caviar? it's oh. a. It can. If you persist on it, it can give you yellow fat disease. But yeah, taking it once in a while as a treat is you, delicious. You can't afford it. Most yeah. of it's fake, though.
0: Uh, yeah, well, you got it. You know
1: who was in the fake business? Yeah. Lyndon Johnson.
0: Oh, I bet so. No, you. The caviar you,
1: was coming from that lake up there in East Texas. Yeah.
0: There's some good sources. You can find good sources and get the real oh, deal. Yeah. But it's not cheap. I mean, it's like, it's not like you're going to be eating a lot anyway. You know, we, we had it one time in New York. That the first time i had caviar real caviar and what they do is they put chopped egg and onion and a little cream cheese and then the caviar on a cracker Whew,
1: it's good
0: really good and then of course we had champagne too so
1: that it's very good for women and men who want to have a baby is that right take yeah. it at night It's. Circulation, sex time, and it helps reproduction. I mean, uh, s- some of the fish they get like sturgeon. Sturgeon has a trillion sperm. It's it's uh, a, a champion that way. And so, what the fish does, what the food does, you're going to get. If you want a long neck, eat giraffe. If you want, if you want uh, more reproduction, more sperm, more ova, uh, then eat caviar. Excellent food for that.
0: So, what would be? For, for making a baby or uh, sexuality stuff, would it be the sturgeon? Because they've got more spermies?
1: Sturgeon's the best. And eat it and then eat it with uh, sardine. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, or anchovy Or egg, too. Egg, too. Yep. Well, egg you already got. That's oh. what the... Uh, that's, what this,
0: that's what the caviar is, right? Yeah,
1: that's exactly what the caviar is. So you don't need it in that case. Otherwise, you would have like uh, anchovy and egg or a sardine and egg. Uh, in this case though the egg is the caviar mm. <laughs> even Linden. the fake caviar that uh, Lyndon Johnson sold uh, did he really, still, did, did, caviar, did Lyndon really still do that fish was he, eggs was
0: he selling caviar from some lake in Texas
1: and, yeah and claiming <laughs> that it was from uh,
0: beluga wherever they something.
1: get the, yeah. I forget where the finest caviar comes from France probably I don't know
0: they call it beluga caviar there's a beluga fish or something you know
1: <laughs> That's the one.
0: Oh, Lion Linden They called him Lion Lyndon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the Lyndon Johnson caviar. The Johnson caviar. <laughs> I think uh, Lady Bird was more involved in it than uh, oh, Lyndon because uh, she survived Lyndon, didn't she? Oh, I a think long did time. Yeah,
0: very long time. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. Yeah, I thought so. Girls yes. usually do, you know. And and there's all kinds of rumors about that he he shipped a whole truckload of gold for her ladybird down to mexico i don't know if those were ever true or not but she was quite a woman boy she was really
1: wouldn't surprised. be surprised She it one of the funniest stories you know you hear about kennedy being such a womanizer well johnson was the same thing oh he was the same one, way, of, yeah. <laughs> one of the funniest stories i ever heard is uh, a female guest came to the white house and stayed overnight and lyndon johnson comes in the room and gets into bed and she said what are you doing He said, move over, I'm your president.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: At least he had a sense of humor. You know, Lyndon had class, you know. He would drive 100 miles an hour and take the ticket and pay for it. uh, No kidding. uh, He did a lot of wild things. So, in a way, he was a villain, but he was uh, a... uh, Colorful fellow. A charismatic villain.
0: Very charismatic, yeah. Yeah. I never did get the real story why he... um, Bailed out in '68 and didn't run again. Does anybody ever get that? Because you're a historian. Remember when he when he said he decided he wasn't going to run, and that's when Bobby was going to come in and uh, take it over. And then, they, of course, they shot him, so that didn't work. Um, I wonder. I never got the story of why he didn't do it. I watched him on TV that night. I was in Armed Forces Radio Broadcasting School. He gets on TV mm. and said, "I will not seek. I will not run." Because, see, he could have, yeah. of course, because he, he just took over for JFK in 63. He could have gone again, but he didn't do it.
1: He yeah. could have. Yeah. But he... The incumbent usually has a better chance, you know, yeah. It just happens that I'm, way. I'm not
0: sure why he didn't. I'd love to know the story behind that, just for fun. But, who knows? Hmm. Adam the Bergstrom. Yes, no, maybe. Chronobiotic Nutrition is his book, and uh, his uh, websites are sun... Sync Nutrition, and then all the, there you go, and then all of the uh, the ebooks on SoulTiming.com. Oh, I've got the wrong title on there. We can do that. How many e you got? I think I asked you last time.
1: Uh, you know, I've got about 45 or 46 or 47 loose track. When I write a new book, by the way, the book has already been written. I've written so much over my life. Basically, it's organizing former blogs, uh, sure. uh, books that I've printed. I have to convert something that's in print uh, into an internet format. I have notes all over the place, thousands of thousands and thousands of notes. I have boxes of notes, Kinko boxes.
0: We should actually put SolarTiming.com on your thing, shouldn't we?
1: Uh, Yeah, that would be better. That'd be better the books are because that's
0: where the books are. So let's do that while we're talking. But okay, I'll do that during the commercial.
1: Cool. And thank you, everybody, for buying our books. That's what keeps us in business. That's our only thing now.
0: Yeah. Kind of like us and our products. That's what we do, right? That's the way, yeah. But. Weiberg
1: well, uh, gal used to uh, rent villas and uh, weddings and things like that, but. Uh, the uh, gangs in Mexico took care of that business because no one wants to have a villa in Mexico anymore. And then locally, they have so many ordinances about having, making noise and weddings and things like that that it killed her business here, too. She used to make a really good living doing that. But uh, lately, we're, ref- we're pretty much confined to books these days. Books,
0: books, and books, and books, and books, and books. You guys still go in the farmer's market uh, regularly?
1: Regularly, regularly. Those are our friends down there and they're doing everything to mess with them. They're raising the water bills, metering their own wells, uh, putting a police station in on top of where the farmer's market is and who knows where it's going to go now. It's been there for like 30 years or something like that. Uh, They're going to move it to a new place, and we'll see what's going to happen, how the parking is, and everything. They regard law and order as much more important than eating food.
0: Of course, of course. Uh, What day is uh, your market on? What day? Saturday?
1: Yeah, It's it's, uh, Saturday Mm -hmm. and Tuesday. We go to the Saturday market. And by the way, the big thing here now because of the drought is two things. People steal water. They go up to parks. Someone just robbed 6,100 gallons of water from Lions Park in uh, Carpenteria. And then they're going to now give us toilet water. It's called poop water. They're going to give us uh, potty water, basically. For what? And that's what they call it.
0: For what? It won't even give you. To
1: drink. Oh, good. (laughs) They're going to make us drink our own feces. (laughs) They supposedly filter it really well. Why are they not going to use the desal plant? Because it's too expensive. They want to give us cheap water. They want to make us drink our own poop.
0: Oh, good. Well, it's always good to do that. Uh, Stay right right there. This is a product from Daniel Vitalis, and it's on sale a few more days. A few more
2: days. One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair. And that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Sir Thrival, the Chaga and the Reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to downregulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Sir Thrival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefit of these extremely high-quality mushrooms.
0: You bet. Uh, we were just talking about know the source and think about what he just said, the way they do that and using the the part of the mushrooms that's the real deal and the way they grow them. And so that's what you want to do is when you spend your Federal Reserve notes such as they are. And um, oh, I'm going to take some. Ooh, ah is you know make sure that you're gonna get your money's worth of whatever it is you're 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 purchasing these days because just cool good karma baby waste not want not daniel has great products this uh ashagarishi combo separate or together promo code adapt now adapt now and you're gonna get 20% off for the next few days i think till the end of the month 20% adapt, adapt now. If you'd like to uh, get a um, sauna, uh, we're in ours every day. I love ours, very hot. man. it, phew, it'll float your boat, baby. Then we get out and do a little Wim Hof cold shower. It's gonna be pretty exciting soon. The water's gonna really get colder. See, right now we're, we've always, uh, you know, on rainwater and uh, you know, the water's probably 60 degrees now something like that not very cold maybe you know maybe yeah, 60. but during the winter we can get it down there it's much more fun to jump out um from the sauna but but you'll like this uh, unit i think it's a uh, very comfortable comes with a bit, nice chair you put a towel over it and just sit there and it has a timer if you fall asleep and that happens a lot you can do a little spiritual exercise, talk to God, or whatever you want to do, sing to yourself, and just sweat, and uh, it uh, works on kidneys and the uh, uh, bladder as well, where they've actually tested the de- discharge of toxic metals before and after a sauna, and more comes out afterwards, so somehow the heat or whatever uh, works on the bladder and the kidneys, and then the heat shock proteins and it's really good for the heart. Strengthens the arteries. Your heartbeat goes from, I go up to probably about, I don't know, from 60 to 80, you know, sitting in there. My resting's about 60 then 80, just sitting in there. So everybody's working faster like you're doing some exercise. So that's kind of fun. You know I mean? It's kind of a fun thing to do. Check it out. Uh, the only way to get the price is Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Tell me where you live and I'll give you the delivered price for the Relaxfar Infrared Sauna. If it's in the lower 48, that's $1,295. Yesterday we talked with, uh, we talked with uh, Rafi Desilion. Very nice man. I think, oh, Armenia is where he's from. And, uh, you, you listen to that interview that uh, we did with him, and you're going to say, oh, man, there's no way I'm going to buy a water filter from somebody else. The way uh, he gets special carbon from a special place in India, and it's just one place that has the kind of carbon he wants, or it's not uh, molded with petroleum. I mean, he's really into uh, the specifics and the cleanliness and doesn't want anything to touch plastic really, if I can use the term, uh, there's probably a better term, but I'll use it. He's really anal about it because he's just the way he is. He's just wired like that. Now, you can get an off-water filter if you're showering in, in street water. It is uh, probably the best one on the planet that we know of. It's called the OMICA, O-M-I-C-A, Organics Shower Filter. It lasts about a year or so, and then you just exchange it and it gets out more yuck stuff than anyone that we know about. Anyone that we know about doesn't do the fluoride yet. Everything but fluoride. Um, you got to do a whole other thing that he's working on to do the fluoride. But um, just the way it is, if you're in the city, if you're gonna shower. You're gonna get a little fluoride. Just open your mouth. And just kidding. Um, so it's just part of the deal right now. But he's working on some way to get the fluoride out. It's just gonna be more involved and another cartridge in. But a lot of people are very persnickety about it and they want to get the fluoride. But we've all spent years showering in city water with fluoride and we're not dead so it can't be that bad for you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so on the front page, the Omica Shower Filter, oneradionetwork.com. Know the Source. On one radio network, you know, Adam, that's kind of true about a lot of things. You know, you go on the interweb that Al Gore invented, right? And they'll say, "Well, this will kill you," right, and this will kill you, and this will kill you, and it's stuff that we've all done a lot our whole life, and we're still here. So, I'm not sure what to believe. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oops, sorry, got to turn on your microphone. Water now. What's that? <laughs> go ahead. I
1: th- oh, that filter would be really good for Californians with poop water. Poop water, yeah, yeah. It they wouldn't... call it toilet on tap.
0: Are they really calling it that?
1: <laughs> Seriously, that's not even uh, the smart. The critics, mostly. Other critics. Now, okay. one of the one of the persons, one of the senators or whoever he was, who called it poop water, they said we've got to convince people to do this. And someone said to him uh, in public, you know, the first step to convince people is to stop calling it poop water <laughs> but it is remember uh you had edo mcgowan on and he said all the bacteria even now they get through regular water uh and all the toxins that get through water and now they're going to get poop water too
0: <laughs> uh, so they're Might using as well just
1: drink it out of your toilet so they're like using the bugs re- do it uh, but, i guess they survive but, but it hasn't
0: all water that cities use essentially poop water anyway i don't know understand the difference aren't they always using no they take water?
1: rainwater, Don't lake water things like that some poop is going to get in it oh, i mean sure. look at all the who on lake casitas here is one of our reservoirs they allow boats on with gasoline in our drinking water and someone's going to take a leak over the side or take a poop over the side even though it's illegal you can you can get a fine for it but how many people are going to do that so far they don't have drones looking at us that's coming though oh. pretty soon you're not going to be able to take a poop off your boat in the like casitas
0: so what do you guys do there do you buy water do you have a filter or what do you do
1: we have a filter and a distiller oh, we you, use distilled water yeah. yeah
0: that gets a lot of stuff out right
1: Whew. a lot of stuff by the time i have a friend named mm-hmm. rico Cabella, uh he uses double distilled water even he's mm-hmm. determined we use single distilled and we use a, a filter first and then distill that i so
0: you filter it and then you distill it that's what you all drink
1: yeah. right you know, and then we use that as a basis we don't drink distilled water by itself we add it to our coffee to our pineapple juice to our soups to uh sauces things like that yeah
0: yeah rafi was saying yesterday i wanted to ask you about he suggested that 39 degrees is like The optimum temperature that the body likes to drink water you think that's that's true
1: um room temperature is ideal for digestion as was shown by william beaumont remember alex uh what was his name alex st martin he had a huge hole in his abdomen that didn't heal up so he was able to watch the digestion time even drinking water 20 degrees uh colder not not even refrigeration was enough to slow digestion down for 45 minutes
0: Is all right oh. so,
1: but that's not necessarily bad it just takes a little time for people who want to gain weight drink cold water you slow down the digestion you get more nutrients in your body so i drink cold water when so, i found out that i could gain weight
0: yeah so that's why i might do it but now, where does it slow the digestion? In the small intestine? Stomach. And the
1: stomach? Yeah, by the time it gets through the stomach, it's room temperature. I mean, it's body it's temperature, pretty body 98 temperature. degrees, in the duodenum and the rest of the dead body. Only the stomach, because it pours right down through the esophagus plop. Suddenly, you get cold water. It's like a chemical reaction cold and heat affect them you get hotter reactions a stomach ideally is 101 degrees he found and uh Hmm. you get it even a humid day a cold humid day can affect your stomach and bring it down to 99 and slow down digestion humidity does barometric pressure all kinds of things we don't think about and the worst thing you can do for your stomach is eat and lie down If you take a gentle walk after, then you get this washing machine effect, also, and then you juggle up all the food and you digest it much better. Mm.
0: I do that on the rebounder. Meat
1: will digest better than vegetables. Yeah,
0: I do that on the rebounder. Is you know, I I walk in place and do the cross crawl on the rebounder and rub my tummy after I eat, and that really helps the digestion. Yeah, meat digests fairly quickly, even more than some vegetables, doesn't it?
1: Even in chunk form, vegetables if you don't chew them well they won't digest
0: how come i wonder what that's about you would think it would be the opposite because meat is so... that's
1: what people want to think but beaumont proved the opposite did he uh now now pastured meat takes four and a half hours to digest still even if you chew it but when you get fish wild fish or venison wild game one hour no kidding no other food takes one hour
0: well, i wonder why venison's like that just because it's wild
1: well it's wild when it's pasteurized apparently even back in 1820 and 30 when he did these th- uh, these uh, studies that they, they were feeding the cows something that shouldn't be fed oh. because the wild game is what you want Dan- Daniel Vitale style right, well, I'm, I'm, right kill right, right. your own but I'm I'm
0: talking about grass fed and grass finished cows which you can get you know meat um, uh, 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 pasture the the venison actually digests quicker more quickly than that
1: Uh, quite a bit Uh, obviously they didn't feed uh, artificial grains to cows back in 1820 probably not (laughs) they just let them loose on the field and ate what they wanted and they didn't have grain that they shipped in Hmm. (laughs) this was in Wisconsin Hmm.
0: (laughs) there's a place here in Texas where you can get venison I should try some I haven't had some in a long time, um, we can get we get buffalo and uh, here, and I really like it. You can get it it's up in Montana somewhere, some grass-fed finished buffalo, pretty nice. I've been eating lots of oysters, I, I fresh oysters. I do good with those. I don't know what sex ending.
1: food. So it was mushrooms, like uh, Is like that right? you were talking about mushrooms. See, it's, it's a reproductive food. Hmm. It's it's the the uh, it's a reflex to the penis. If you look at a mushroom, what does it look like? Oh, it looks it's like got a that penis. little head and everything on I'll it. Be done, no yeah. bone in it. A mm. penis has no bone yet. How can you plant a mushroom spore under an asphalt driveway and it comes out and overnight it breaks the asphalt? How is pot? that even possible? I learned that personally from Andrew Weil.
0: Yeah. Mm. Also, I remember Daniel Vitalis, used to, or even David Wolfe used to talk about how these mushrooms will spore up and get in on mountains and stuff like that. I mean, they must fly, too. They're, mushrooms are pretty interesting creatures. I don't know where they're from, but probably some other other reality or something.
1: It grows by atomic, uh, it's called frigidity implosion. Hmm. If you're looking at atom bomb, it's a mushroom cloud.
0: Oh, the power
1: yeah. of frigidity implosion, look it up on the internet. It's a very interesting thing. If you've ever seen a pier, and when the ice comes, the pier goes mm-hmm. right up out of the ground, mm-hmm. that's atomic power of the mushroom
0: mushroom club i was trying to one cut of the, the
1: most mushroom. powerful foods ever devised
0: Mush- mushrooms do you eat mushrooms yep. uh
1: once in a while lately i haven't when i was up in bellingham washington uh i had a friend ken kahani who would go out in the woods and get us uh what was it chanterelles oh, we ate chanterelles and egg omelets every night another type of mushrooms mm-hmm. he was a uh, agricultural engineer who uh quite a guy quite a guy
0: when i lived in st louis there were these mushrooms you get in the fall um boy i don't remember the name of them but then you, they would just batter them up you know and fry them oh phew. they were good so good just Hard to find those little pumpkins though, you know?
1: <laughs> well, up in, in Bellingham, Washington, it was easy. They were <laughs> my friend would go out with a bag, come back with a big bag like that. Here, a Chanterelle in Santa Barbara is worth a lot of money. In fact, they they stake out areas where they grow wild and they almost protect it like they do pot, you know. They have booby traps so no that you don't get their mushroom sashes. That's how expensive it is here. But go to Bellingham you just go out in the woods with a sack and come back with enough for two weeks <laughs>
0: no kidding wow does, does an that hour of, you just oh, walk out for an hour or that's two. all the rain up there i guess so that's where these mushrooms just keep popping huh mm.
1: they like rain when we have droughts here we have no mushrooms <laughs> mm. but when it rains then suddenly all the mushrooms show up at the farmer's market mm.
0: speaking of the weather did you see where the i think the harp boys are doing a little having some fun three earthquakes you see them Uh, Mexico um, Taiwan yep
1: yeah my friend is down there at uh, Puerto Vallarta and uh, she felt it quite a bit didn't know where it was coming from Um, they they're increasing Uh, you know we're having we're having uh, well anyway we're going through a phase where we're gonna have I think it's gonna be a global winter but of course, they're blaming it on carbon.
0: Yeah, I'd like Carbon's to go through. doing a, it. I think a mini ice age would be fun, wouldn't it? Just lower the temperature about twenty degrees and cool this place off for a while. There's some would people that fun. really <laughs> think there's going to be a mini ice age. We've had them on the air. They, they, they yep. really think that this is this is what's what's going on. Tell I me, mean, why wouldn't when the global warming people what, what would they do? Would they just hide? <laughs> would they just hide if that happens? <laughs>
1: You know, they'll make up an excuse. Yeah. It's a new phase of, uh, of global, global warming. warming. It's going to get cold for uh, 10 years before. They, yeah. they have so many stories, they come out. He goes, those you know, make something uh, up. Yeah. Al Gore said New York was going to be 20 foot underwater. By, what, 10 years ago it was supposed to happen? Right. What's happened? Oh, long ago. Is that?
0: Yeah, long ago, <laughs> right? Come on. We they a,
1: actually have. The, uh, a prominent journalist in town here wanted to draw a blue line across Santa Barbara to show where the water was going to be in 2030. Right. And all the businesses protested. We don't we don't want a blue line. You're going to put our businesses here and harm them. Well, as I've explained, I've lived in this area over 50 years and I haven't seen it come up a single inch, it a single inch. It doesn't come so up. So when I see these reports, the Maldives are sinking and all of that, I think other things are involved. You know that texas is sinking but not sinking it's well it's sinking it's not the water coming up the coast is sinking i went with an oceanographer and that was hired by uh uh university of texas there in houston Mm -hmm. and i went along and we i have a picture of me at the beach and a road going one mile out to sea where houses used to be but that's not the sea rising that's Texas sinking. It's sinking. Because definitely. of all the... You take the well water out of the earth and it goes down like fracking.
0: Fracking, yeah, the same, same thing. Yeah, same we, thing. There's a great picture from um, the Statue of Liberty. You know, it's on this um, stone um, pla- um, pedestal and there was a water line in 1890-something something, and the water line today, right? <clears throat> Exactly the same. It hasn't moved. It just hasn't moved. And FacePlant, you know, they, they took it down. They they, they censored <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> that is a real photograph. That is yeah. false information. False
0: information. Isn't that real that? photographs. That's that's false information. <laughs> no, no.
1: Only CGI accounts.
0: Unbelievable. It's like
1: <laughs> if you have a real photograph, it's invalid.
0: I wonder how much money and who the dudes were, the obsoletes that gave uh, billions to Zuckerberg. To, I mean, what a trip, huh? I don't know how Amazing. that Amazing. Isn't that how the, isn't that how the works, kind of my understanding? Is they just, they pay these people a b- bunch of money? That they do. They do. Andy Goss and, used yeah, to talk and, about and that, remember? The other
1: thing they do is say, uh, if you report otherwise, we put you out of business. You, re- I don't know if you remember huh. this, but back in 1990-something or other, uh, CNN reported that U.S. troops napalmed their own troops that were, uh, what do you call it? They went AOL, and they were in the jungle, and they napalmed.
0: Them. They napalmed.
1: So it was reported on CNN. And uh, basically, the government told Ted Turner, who owned it at that time, that if you don't cover this up, we're taking your license away. No, really. So they did what they did is they said these two reporters that reported that story it was a false far, uh, uh, false story and they fired them. Well, they were allowed because there was independent radio back then on other stations, and uh, I heard them talk and they said, "Do you think that a story like that that I could just give that story without?" my boss, his boss, and Ted Turner himself knowing? He said, of course not. They needed some fall guys so they didn't lose their license. Mm. And that's exactly what happens. If they don't cooperate, the government can take away their license. We blame Venezuela and these other countries for closing down TV stations, and we do the same thing here. Only here they're more cooperative. They say, you know, we need the money, so uh, uh, we're going to cooperate. Yeah. So these guys are all uh, basically our enemies.
0: It's been They're there, enemies it's,
1: of the people. It's
0: been there for that for a long time too. I mean, right? Probably a hundred years. A long time. They've been doing it. Yeah.
1: Radio used to be free. Then they, then they, the, the airwaves are supposed to belong to the people. What happened? <laughs> we pay taxes to do it, and they keep the profit. Yeah. That's how it works.
0: It's pretty strange what's what's maneuvering now on the Earth plane. Uh, Adam Bergstrom's here. If you care to join us, Patrick, one radio Network.com, Patrick one radio network dot com, or you can call triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Here's an email from KMF. Does the energy of the animal people eat harm them?
1: Yes, if the animal is. uh, uh Killed in such a way that it's in pain at the time you get all that adrenaline in the animal what was that woman who uh, uh, was in the meat industry they made a movie of remember oh yeah and she taught him how yeah. to humanely do it Wonderful movie, by the way. Wonderful movie. She's a wonderful person. She eats meat, but she respects the animals. Yeah, that's what remember people Remember how she tried do. to get in the industry, yeah. and they did everything to keep her from doing it. And now, I believe half of the meat industry uses those humane methods that she uh, used, yeah. and she was autistic. I remember too, that if you remember. lady. Yeah,
0: I remember her. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot Remarkable of places that woman. do it. Do it really? They just knock them out, and they don't know anything. There's no fear. Uh, but you're probably right. I mean, if the pers- if the animal's crazy and fear and freaked out, yeah, you would get some of that juju and you'd have to work it out. You know?
1: Back in the day, cannibals ate other people. They ate warriors. They didn't eat cowards. They ate warriors. They ate warriors and they all- knew to eat the animals. If you want to be a warrior, you eat a lion. You don't eat a cow. Otherwise, you're going to be, Moo. But you eat a lion. You eat a, you eat a vicious animal if you want to be a warrior. Now, if you just want to be an ordinary person, nothing wrong with cow, pig, and whatever else, chicken. But if you want to be a warrior, they eat knew a warrior. back in the day, right. you eat a lion. You eat a panther. You eat a rattlesnake. You eat something that's got moxie
0: yeah that's what dr jennifer daniels says she said i don't like chicken too much i mean who wants to be a chicken i mean what? <laughs> you know what i mean it's going to little chicken but eat a buffalo or a deer or a cow or something you know bigger than you stronger than you
1: exactly stronger than you. and if you want energy uh you eat a salmon that has to fight its way up all the rivers spawn how do you do you don't eat one that's kept in a pool and gets three times as large and is fat and overgrown like most americans nowadays you get one that's an athlete like jim thorpe the athlete or something that has Uh. to survive in the ocean and go up the stream uh, brave all the different temperature differences and then spawn that's a muscular salmon and you will get that energy yeah something that chemistry denies oh no that can't be there's no such thing that's vitalism so if, vitalism so does label, not exist
0: if the label is wild caught salmon then you know it's got to doing it's doing its thing trying to go upstream right
1: it has to say caught because here's the trick wild alaska salmon is actually made is caught and then sent to asia to vietnam to be processed, then sent back to Alaska, and then sent to the continental United States. What's up with so that? So there are her rackets. You have to know who's catching your fish.
0: Wild caught. You'd have to. Uh, the the labelings are fairly strict, though, aren't they? They're supposed to be with seafood. Wild caught salmon, Alaska. We, they put we have a source
1: that Russia is freer. They don't have GMO products and stuff. Here, the government and the FDA, basically, they make up stories.
0: No, I'm shocked.
1: The the CDC and the FDA, do we trust them? No, it's a revolving door between the crooks and the criminals. Don't trust anything on the label trust your friends you know the people you know you know people you deal with but if you get some other company that you're not dealing with uh i exposed so many scams when i was in the business they sold spirulina and so someone said here take some of my spirulina i said oh yeah i like it so i put it in my mouth and i chew everything and i said this isn't spirulina and I couldn't figure out what it was. I know this taste. I've eaten this many times before. I get to New York, and I read in the local paper that Christopher Hills, remember the sure. pyramid guy and yeah. all that stuff? Mm-hmm. He also was exposing them. And he exposed that company as using blackboard chalk and uh, what was it? Uh, I can't think of the… the. Uh, the, the chemical I used to take it uh, as a supplement too a cheap supplement back in the day can't even think what it was but it wasn't spirulina hmm.
0: so what would be uh, the best source if you're going to do salmon would just be wild caught if you, find, you know the source that's just really wild-caught. wild fresh, caught wild caught fresh not frozen probably better right fresh not frozen
1: yeah it it can give you wild f- yellow fat disease if you eat a lot. But if you wish to get pregnant again, no better fish. Yeah. Well, the sardine. The sardine is and the anchovies. Yeah. But salmon are good.
0: yeah. I eat some fresh uh, ahi from uh, tuna from Hawaii every now and then. Uh, they'll get it HEB and it comes in the back. And they actually, the fish is there and they'll cut it for me. And I eat that raw. Whew, man. Remember that when you were there? Did you, did you ever, ever eat that fresh sashimi? Ooh,
1: man. i ate my share of it oh, in I fact it. Uh, i wouldn't eat raw fish until i went to hawaii but the people i stayed with went to raw fish restaurants so guess what i either starved or i ate raw fish so yeah. i got a real taste for ahi
0: yeah i really like it i mean i do i do well with it i don't know why but it just sits there think
1: and, of the energy yeah. you get from a fish that can swim 35 miles an hour
0: a tuna does 35 miles an hour
1: 35 miles an hour underwater.
0: Phew! Phew! Really? I had no idea.
1: Yeah. See, that's vitalism. They leave that out. Yeah. Chemistry. You take this calcium and you take this silicone and you take this nutrient, they leave out the life force because that's vitalism. Man. And scientists say, oh, that's unscientific. Huh?
0: And that whole law of signatures is so fascinating, right? With You talk about the heart, the tomato looks like a Heart inside, and uh, taking things at circulation, sex time like a what sardine and an egg, or is that what you said? So you have the egg and yep. the sperm. And in an
1: animals, Rocky Mountain oysters, yeah. if you want a better sex life, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: I bought some. <laughs> uh, I got some pig testicles at the farmer's market. I haven't eaten them yet, but you ever eat those testicles from animals at all? At all? I'm
1: a coward. A coward. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I,
0: said, I don't know where those have been, so I'm not sure I'm going to do that. You know.
1: Hmm. I was kind of, uh, because I wasn't a hunter and didn't go out there and hunt, uh, I used to love cow's tongue. And one day as an adolescent, I asked my parents, this isn't really cow's tongue, is it? It's not really a
0: tongue. Well,
1: what do you think it is? And that was the end of my (laughs) cow's tongue eating.
0: Yeah, what do you think it is? Is it called cow's tongue?
1: (laughs) And they ate all the, back then, people ate had all it, the organ my, parts. My mother. my father ate every part of the chicken. There was nothing that went to waste. And my mother, Aunt
0: too. I'll be yep. done, really. Did he have good health, Organs. your father?
1: Right. Well, he had diabetes. And they t- and they cut him off sugar, so they di- he died in ketosis. <laughs> First, he went blind at 54 years old. And if he had sugar, he might have lived another 50 so years. So he had
0: diabetes, and they cut the sugar off, and that killed him.
1: And I killed him. Yep. They told him just to eat protein. He went into ketosis. Because
0: hmm. you can't... Well, what, what was going on there? Why, why did that happen? Because it just was so sudden or what?
1: Well, he had a great trauma because at the same time he discovered he had diabetes, my mother found out she had an 18-pound tumor and she wasn't pregnant with a baby.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my
1: God. So it was a heavy day. As and I often trauma. wonder what that was. And they had lived a very... Very traumatic life in a lot of ways, uh, you know, I, they both came from Sweden and my father came in, instead of through the Statue of Liberty, he worked on Woolworths yacht, the Woolworths of the department store, they were great in nautical races and all that, so he went all through the, uh, the, uh, the South Seas and everything like that as a cook. Oh. He was the cook for Woolworth but he had to do things like climb the mast and uh, do all that kind of things you do on a sailboat. So he was quite a sailor and a fisherman. Ironically I'm exposing yellow fat disease and I come from a family of fishermen, navy and merchant marines. Oh well, see
0: yeah you know what you were doing right to going Came in just to As a family. child,
1: we went out regularly. It was a big thrill to go out in a boat and uh, and fish. In fact, one time at Cape Cod, my father saved our life with his quick thinking. We got caught in the tide, and no matter how hard my mother and father rode, we were going out to sea, and big breakers were coming in from a storm. So at one point, the boat went like this at a 45-degree angle. My father made a almost a superhuman leap to mm. one side of the boat and righted it and then we went into an island and we waited till the tide changes. We stayed there for three or four hours and then went into Cape Cod but he saved our lives. Really, <laughs> wow. really saved our lives. The life vest wouldn't have helped us. We would have drowned. We would have been taken out to sea.
0: Beverly writes in this morning. We're live here on the 21st of uh, September. Sorry, the audio stream is not working as yet. They're working on that because, you know, Mercury's Mercury's getting married yeah, to Venus yeah
1: retrograde till next uh, month is it
0: Mercury's getting married to Venus and they're partying I don't know what they're doing but uh, uh, this is from Beverly speaking of seafood I'm enjoying the show what does Adam think about uh, shrimp shrimp as, as a food uh,
1: I think it's a good food Do you uh, once upon a time uh, Donald used to have us keep awake all the time so uh, I said, I'm doing pretty well, but I get these rocks in my eyes. I, I close them and it feels like they're scratching my eyes mm-hmm. from lack of sleep. Adano said, go and get an order of shrimp at 630 during kidney time and that'll stop. <laughs> so one time I found myself in Bob's Big Boy and they had all the shrimp you could eat. So I did. I ate all the shrimp I could eat. No more problems. I could stay awake 24 hours and not have to go scratch, scratch, What's, scratch. What do you I think that was about?
0: Have you ever figured out why that was?
1: He never told us yeah. what was it, so I don't know what the ingredient was.
0: Something in shrimp. Something in there.
1: I should have asked more questions when I look back in retrospect, but yeah, I didn't.
0: Something in there.